pop song, singing to that always song. Got a little night smile, the kind that drives you wild. Nothing like playing with fire, and brings boy to life. You wear the fuse, you light, you're good, you're dynamite. Following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, fourteen minutes and twenty seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, little technical difficulties there to start 14.20 in the morning for this 22nd day of August 2023. Uh, today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and get yourself 20% off uh, or $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com today. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to Belly Up Sports. Dot com and check out all of their great articles and other great podcasts at bellyupsports.com. Thank you for making us a part of your morning each and every day here at 1420 in the morning and our other shows on the 1420 podcast uh, group of podcasts. Anyways, um, the Toronto Blue Jays right now are one of the biggest disappointments in baseball. Currently uh, out of out of the playoffs, playoff picture looking in, it's not a dire situation right now. Only one game back of the, of the Seattle Mariners who are the hottest team in baseball, winners of seven in a row and they got some they got some powder puffs coming up we'll get that in half a second but the jays are one of the most disappointing teams in, in all of professional baseball uh, i don't want to say they're they're, the, they're they're not the most perfect they're the disappointing team but they are one of the most disappointing teams when you consider uh there's two teams in new york who uh are battling out for that honor to be the most uh most uh, disappointing teams but we won't uh we won't keep this one talking about the yankees we pitched about them yesterday here at 1420 world headquarters but the jays like i said currently uh on the outside looking in behind the Seattle Mariners are open a three game, a very pivotal three game series right now with the American League East. Actually, the American League leading Baltimore Orioles. So it's one of those situations right now where the Jays need to make sure they, they take care of their own business and not really worry about scoreboard watching and everything else. They have to get some something going together and getting maybe a uh, looking to win at least two or three because winning series all, all year long, but winning series right now is very important. So winning two or three might keep them in a keep a slight hope for a division uh, situation in, in into a Effect. It might give them a chance to to have some, but winning two or three would, would, would give them that. But winning three of three would put them within five and a half of the division, and maybe have them uh, having a chance of maybe catching the Tampa, Tampa Bay Rays, who are still only two games behind uh, behind the Baltimore Orioles right now. But right now, the Jays need to 
worry about who's in front of them. They got three against Baltimore. who's a very good team. They play very well at Cannon Yards. And the problem that the Jays have had so far this season is teams in their own division. I think they're only 7-10 and 10 so far this year inside their own division. Uh, yes, the division is okay, but you also have uh, the, the likes of the Baltimore or the New York Yankees in there and the Boston Red Sox who aren't that good. But the Jays have had trouble in the division. And it's, uh, it's kind of an odd thing considering that they were uh, supposed to be the darlings of baseball once again. You remember last year they were picked to, uh, by many pundits and many prognosticators, all the Nostradamuses of the uh, baseball world to win the World Series. There were a lot of people who who had them going all the way and they uh, got bounced in the first round, or a remarkable first round of the wild card spot against these uh, the aforementioned Seattle Mariners. So you, you wonder how it's all going to pan out in the coming uh, 35 games that are left for the Toronto Blue Jays. It's kind of an odd season they've had so far. Uh, you can kind of pin it down. You, like you hate to blame uh, a, a season on a couple of guys or a couple, three guys, but that's the way baseball kind of is, where every game means so much. And it's, it's mathematicians work at this point of the year. If, if some butts of candies and nuts be Christmas every day in the baseball world. But uh, if the Jays would have only got uh, three more at, uh, average starts or quality starts in the baseball world they're called out of Alec Manoa who's in, in no man's land right now and no, nobody, nobody knows when his next start's going to be or what's happening with him I don't think they'll ever I don't think he's going to come back they won't they don't want to start the guy because there's a lot of uh, problem between the years I don't think you can come out of the out of the bullpen this this time of the year because he why he just walks too many guys so having a guy out of the bullpen uh that when guys are taking pitches and, and changing their at-bat strategies right now it's not a thing to have Manoa back so what what's going to happen with him who knows but you think about if the uh you know, the Jays right now, they're eight and a half out. And like, like I said, if they if they can find a way to sweep the Orioles right now, they'd be five and a half out because that's how math works. Uh, they'd be five and a half out of the division lead. And then if they would have got some like three or four uh, quality starts out of Manoa, that would put them three and a half to two and a half games out of this at this this, uh, this stage of the season. And then you, you you look at a guy like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. who uh, doesn't ha- isn't tearing the cover off the ball, hitting 265 with only 18 home runs, uh, which is odd considering that the, uh, the Jays have uh, – Shrunk the, the, the dimensions quite considerably by seven to eight to ten feet in some parts of, of the Rogers Center with the renovations that happened over the offseason. And you wonder what's going on. Why uh, Vladdy's the power numbers are, are down quite a bit with only 18 home runs. Uh, he's matched with uh, their best player, Bo Bichette, with 18 home runs. And Bichette's missed, uh, I think, 13 games here. He had that that uh, injury that kept him out of the uh, out of the Jays lineup for quite some time. Uh, and that's a considerable loss. And then you, you look at the rest of the lineup, a guy like George Springer, who's had a really rough goal with this year. Was expected to do a lot more. Uh, there, there's three guys right there that Toronto Blue Jays can probably say, hey, you know what? Maybe if those three guys would just have had uh, just average seasons and, and, and seasons that they would have that they've had in the past, and count on that because that's how you build build a uh, a baseball team is hoping that your guys uh, get up to last year's level, and then maybe they, they can improve on last year's numbers. But they have three guys right there that uh, didn't get the job done for the Toronto Blue Jays, and you you don't like I said, you don't want to just put the um, the, a team's misfortunes because it's not misfortune yet, but you don't want to put a team's misfortune in a situation to blame three guys for for on being on the outside looking in and having to battle for a playoff spot in the last 35 days of the season because it, it can it can come down to that really quickly. Uh, if Vladdy hits uh, three or four more home runs, if Springer can hit get a couple more base hits or a home run here and there, you know all of a sudden your your wins above replacement uh, numbers become much more important. But enough about wins wins above replacement. If you score more runs than the other team, and if you have 
have your your uh, guy with your opening day starter if he can get to get you three wins or two wins and then you have a, a guy hitting a home run here and there and, and you're scoring more runs you have a better chance to win baseball games and then we can't uh, rely on those guys who are supposed to be those those power guys for you and your go-to guys in your lineup it makes it really tough to, to win your division and uh, or make a playoff spot uh, it's going to be interesting to see how see how it all pans out with with the Toronto Blue Jays and then more so in the American League East because you have a Seattle team who's won seven in a row. Yes, they're not going to keep that pace up, but they do have uh, three games right now with the Chicago White Sox. So they blew the White Sox out last night, 14, 14 runs they scored. And then now they have uh, coming up they have, they have the Kansas City Royals and the Oakland A's. So you got to think that the Mariners are going to keep pace with what they've been going on right now. I, you, you can't see them winning a nine in a row going forward, but because that would be a 16 game winning streak, but you just, uh, you never know what could happen. And Oakland did it with that 20-game winning streak back with the Moneyball era that we've all talked about. It had nothing to do with uh, getting on base and the like. It was because of their three pitchers. Yes, they got on base, but it was Mulder, Zito, and uh, and Hudson that got that done and uh, some other things that were going on as well. But uh, you, you look at the, that Seattle Mariners team, how they were poised to do a little bit of damage this year as well. And they got they got a, a good young ball club out there. And I still think that they're the going to be the front runners in the Otani sweepstakes when it's all said and done. But you also think that, that Mariners team is the piggybacking uh, that playoff win that they got last year against the Jays where they uh, got something done. They had their first playoff victory in quite some time. I think in 20 some years that they, that they got something done for, uh, for, for the city of Seattle. And you just wonder if they can keep up that kind of a, a, a pace and what, what they got to do. And considering there's still a couple games out of the division lead, division lead of the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros who are, uh, you know, they're still the world champions. So you got to look at what they're going to do. And the, the, the Astros, they have a, a good game last night against the Boston Red Sox. Uh, so you wonder how that's all going to pan out. Like, there's going to be a, a team on the outside looking in uh, with, with Tampa Bay, who's kind of fallen a little bit in the Franco situation. Uh, Tampa's fallen back, like I said. Houston, uh, Seattle, uh, the Texas Rangers and the Toronto Blue Jays, one of those five teams is probably going to be, going to be on the outside looking in the way it all works out. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, to see how it all pans out. You wonder why the Jays couldn't have gotten something done at the deadline. This team should have been poised to do a lot, but they just haven't got it done. Brandon Belt's been very good for them. He's uh, been one of their most consistent hitters in the last uh, month and a half or, or so. And you got to think that uh, he's going to be a major factor going going forward for this Toronto Blue Jays team, who uh, in, in, a, in the big picture has been underachieved and disappointing for a lot of Jays fans right across the country and it's one of those things that the Jays are when they're relevant like I said before it just uh, it, it sparks uh, interest in baseball getting going into into September when it becomes football season going into October it becomes hockey season and there's a lot of people starting to watch baseball a lot more this time of year when it's starting to get cold and Little League World Series brings the cold weather but it's one of those things that the uh, you, you got to think Jays management can't be happy with the way this season has turned out they can't like that they, they don't have one guy Guy under or above uh, 20 home runs in, in that star that star laden lineup, and they, they just got to think that you know a home run here or there in the uh, shorter dimensions at the Rogers Center probably has their 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 future in hold for them. And you know, winning a game, winning a games in in April, and winning yeah they started to 10 or 11 in, on the road because they get the renovations done at the uh, Rogers Center, but that shouldn't put them back the way they are right now and be eight and a half games back of the Baltimore Orioles, who are a surprise in baseball. There's no doubt about that. But and they having the best record in American League. Is a surprise to a lot of Orioles fans. I think to, to baseball fans right across right across the world that uh, nobody really suspected that. Nobody suspected the Tampa Bay Rays to get off the start they had. But the, the Jays didn't get it done early and often. And uh, every game matters. And the games in April matter just as much as the games in September. 
the Jays, uh, they, they can take a little bit of solace in what they got coming up at the end of this end of the regular season when their last 12 games are actually against American League East opponents, six of them being the Tampa Bay Rays and six being in the uh, last place, as Dave would like to say, the last place New York Yankees who yesterday called up a couple of uh, their minor league prospects to see what they got. So the the, Jay, the Yankees are already in next year land, so that's going to actually uh, be quite good for a lot of teams facing the uh, the Jays or facing the Yankees down the stretch because all of a sudden you're, you're uh, teens with a lot of September call-ups who aren't really playing to win. They're playing more to see what they got for next year and the Yankees are being one of those teams. So you got to think that the the, uh, the Jays can go at the end of the year and win five or six off the uh, the, New York, the New York Yankees. So that's got to be some solace and you get to, I don't say scoreboard looking, but schedule looking more than anything and see what we got coming up and start penciling in wins. Uh, 35 games and you got to, you're, you're, you're eight and a half out so you got to factor those in and then a playoff uh, a wild card spots only a game a game out right now but you got to start looking at who's who's playing who and what you got to do and you really really got to make sure you beat the teams you got that, that you can beat the uh they got so the jays have uh, after this this series with, with baltimore they have uh, a three-game set against cleveland and then they're playing against some some the uh, the, the worst teams in baseball uh they, they're playing all the bottom dwellers of every division so they got some games that they can come back and win and including that's including the, the new york yankees so they got to take advantage of those of those games and find themselves in a playoff spot and beat the teams you're supposed to beat because that's the only way you get yourself into a playoff spot is make sure you win all win all the uh, the easy ones a few of the hard ones and you should you should be okay but if they would have got like I said a half a season uh, out of Manoa that could have done anything that's three games if they get some home runs out of Vladdy who's out now with a finger injury how long he's going to be out uh, finger strain finger discomfort whatever it is uh, but Brandon Belt's going to factor into this team how it how it is going forward and uh, they, they just got to find a way to win to win some games maybe a start like I said starting a sweep this weekend it's going to be tough or this week it's going to be tough against a Baltimore team because Baltimore is really good there you don't get a, a first place record at this point in the season by locking out uh, eventually it is, it is who your your record is who you say you are and if, you, if you've been winning games this entire time and this entire season that's not luck anymore for the uh for the Baltimore Orioles and it, it, it might get to a point now where they start doing it in spite of their owner uh, we talked about on the Yankee show yesterday that their owner had made, made some statements how he's going to have to increase ticket prices inc- increase concessions going forward because how good their team's going and, and be able to sign the, the young studs he's got on his team moving forward into this this might be a a, a one and done kind of a situation for the, the Baltimore Orioles so they might be even tougher to beat and they, they might be doing in, in spite of their owner Peter Angelos they might put the big finger up and say screw you uh, we're going to do this uh, this year and then you can trade us all or get rid of us all fuck you see thanks bye see you one of those deals took me till 941 this morning to swear kind of getting uh, new new records here at 1420 in the morning but anyways yeah the Jays yeah, yeah hope that they can uh, win some games, stay relevant. We'll start tonight in Baltimore. It should be a great series. Uh, Kikuchi's been a surprise this year for them. Uh, but like I said, it all comes down to Manoa. They'll get some relievers back. Jordan Romano's back, so that, that should help coming out of the bullpen because that's very important. Your closer, no matter what, your closer is probably your, your most important guy to hold down those leads, and he's that kind of guy who can do that. So the Jays do uh, have a, a shot at making a wild card spot. You'd rather be in the spot that they're in now than what a lot of teams that their seasons are basically over and are playing up the string already with 35 left. So the Jays have put themselves in a, in a decent spot. If they can get their their, their young studs and their, and their guys all, all going forward and, and getting some runs and getting some hits in timely matter and winning the games you're supposed to win, they have them, the, themselves a really good shot. To, to to win a to get to a wild card spot and do some damage and remember you can't, you can't win the championship if you don't get the playoffs that's that would be step number one is to make that playoff uh, play up the the wild card games win win some games set the, set the rotation up and that's another thing you want to do right now 
is you really want to set yourself up for the postseason. You want to win a bunch of games right now. So the last week of the season, you can you can bench a guy here and put a guy out here and get your rotation set up for those first two wild card games. And that's what the Jays have to find themselves to do to make sure that they give themselves a a, a decent shot at, at winning a playoff round for the first time in, in, in since 2016. Uh, but that's a, the wins you got to get now, or the wins against maybe one against Baltimore. Go into go into Cleveland, win two or three there, and then uh, when you play the Yankees, make sure you beat them. And that's one of those things that they got to make sure you take care of the bottom feeders, especially at this point of the season when the September call-ups are coming now. You want to make sure you're taking care of those things, and the Jays have to get the the, the work out of their studs. That's the most important thing that they got to do. Anyways, there's my uh, rant for the day for SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Uh, use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com. Today, here's a little word from our friends at SeatGeek. The Foul Baller. If there's a ball that's gone foul, he's gone to get it. Under his watchful gaze, all bevs, binoculars, and ballpark brats are safe. He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction. That's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. All right, let's uh, get to Brent's Best Bets brought to you by Bodog. That's Brent's Best Bet. Make a play at Bodog today. Adam Wayne, Wainwright takes the mound tonight at PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Uh, the Battle of Basement Dwellers in the National League Central take the Cardinals to beat the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates tonight. The New York Yankees and their eight-game winning streak uh, welcome the Washington Nationals to the Bronx tonight. Take the, take the Nationals to win that game. Uh, the Yankees are struggling. They've got nothing going for them. Take the Yankees to lose that one to their, their winning streak or losing streak goes to nine. And then to wrap things up, uh, Justin Verlander takes them out tonight at Minute Maid Park in Houston for the Astros uh, against the Boston Red Sox. Take Houston to win that game over the Astros. Put down uh, to be their second row against the Boston Red Sox. That St. Louis, Washington, Houston, uh, put down 20 bucks and win yourself $161.03 tonight at Bodog by making a play tonight at Bodog uh, by clicking on our personalized link and getting a $400 sign-up bonus. Uh, but if you're going to play, make sure you play responsible. Make a play tonight at Bodog. Uh, anyways, thanks for very much for listening to the show this morning. For those who tuned in on Facebook and YouTube and everything else, we appreciate all the support we've given. Make sure you guys give a, uh, if you haven't yet, make sure you guys give a listen to our third anniversary show. We had a lot of fun doing that on Sunday afternoon, so we got into it a little bit and had some laughs, had some fun, so make sure you listen to that one. Uh, and like I said, me and Dave are recording later on today for our regular 1420 Sports Bar podcast. So lots going on here at World Headquarters. As, as always, we're putting out all the hits for you guys to listen to and to watch her and uh, make sure you subscribe to youtube channel to, to watch this stuff and for those who listen on the uh, the podcast version we thank you very much for those who don't want to see my mug I, I fully understand that's one of those things but anyways make sure you guys have a great day today and remember it doesn't matter where, who you are where you are it's who you're with have you have a day folks you just listened to the 1420 sports bar podcast four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more we are part of the belly up media network let's get into it